Unleashing Grit, Lara Jones on her groundbreaking book, Hunt or Be Hunted. Join us for an exclusive interview with inspiring Lara Jones as she gives us a sneak peek into her upcoming book, Hunt or Be Hunted, how anyone can develop grit and lead like a legend set to hit the shelves in early October. In this interview, Lara shares critical highlights from her book, discover the unique global grit system Lara developed, offering a step-by-step -step guide to instilling grit in your daily life and leading others to do the same. Lara debunks common myths about grit and explains why it's not your fault if you've fallen for them. Understand the concept of chosen grit versus imposed grit and learn why Lara reluctantly became an expert in the field. Lara's journey is one of resilience and determination. Having faced personal grief and trauma, including the loss of her youngest son and a near-death experience in 2021, she shares her wisdom on maintaining a strong, positive growth mindset. With her extensive knowledge in neuroplasticity, cognitive behavior therapy, and positive psychology, Lara trains individuals to rewire their brains, overcome obstacles, and thrive even in adversity. Take advantage of this enlightening conversation that promises to change your perspective on grit and leadership. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm excited to introduce our incredible guest here today. Let me share a little bit about her. Laura Jones is the founder and CEO of Be A Legend and an internationally recognized speaker and leadership performance expert. With a background in neuroscience, she has created award-winning leadership programs for Fortune 500 companies and military personnel. She grew a company from 5 million to 50 million in six years, earning her the title of the legend. In addition to her professional achievements, Jones is a musician and advocate for veterans and families who have lost their children. Please help me welcome Lara Jones. Wow, thank you so much, April. What a wonderful introduction. <laughs> 
Absolutely my pleasure, pleasure, Lara. It is so great to have you on the show. And we have discussed just a small amount of some of your achievements in the background. So this is a wonderful thing to be able to share with the audience today. Now, let's dive in a little bit. Let's share with the audience who you are. Well, April, that's a really great question. And um, I'd love to give the audiences a very brief summary as to who I am and what I do. And look, I didn't want to be the expert in grit, right? But after many traumas in my timeline, including my youngest son passing away and nearly losing my life the same night, um, coming to a foreign country to leave a very traumatized past behind with nothing except a laptop and a brain and not knowing even when my next meal was going to be, uh, not knowing where I'm going to sleep. I just realized that I have something that most do not. And that is grit. And I'm not just talking about the word grit itself, but the system that I've created around grit that's featured in my book, Hunter Be Hunted, um, that literally saved my life. And, you know, the, the most important attribute in leadership, because I know you introduced me as a leadership performance expert, which is, you know, what I do. And I always argue this, that the most important um, attribute in leadership is grit. And there's a myth. There's a myth around that it cannot be taught. And it's something that you're either born with, um, you either have it or you don't. But the truth is, it can be taught. Um, and I show people how by walking them through a proven system that highlights their strengths and grit and reveals the areas that need improvement while providing the tools and how to do so. Um, so I get to choose my grit because I didn't get to choose. And my question is, you know, what if you could choose your grit before it chooses you? You know, wouldn't Ooh. you feel more in control? That's a great question. Absolutely. Of, of course, it would make things a lot easier if you had the opportunity to choose the grit before. Now, let's tell the audience a little bit what, Laura, is your definition of grit? I love that question. I love that you answered that. Uh, Ask me that, excuse me. So my definition of grit goes pretty deep. I don't just see grit as a get up, get it done type mentality, right? I always used to, and that's, you know, the way I've always lived my life and so forth. Um, however, through my system, I realized as I was creating this, when I looked at everything that I've been through in my life and what grit really entails is there's not just one piece of grit. There's not like one definition of the word grit itself, right? Um, with grit, I kind of broke it down and said, well, there's an element of get it done, right? So we've got to get up. We've got to get things done. You can't delay. You just got to, you got to keep persevering no matter what happens, but what if you can't just get up and get it done? Like when mm -hmm. my son passed away, I, I couldn't just get up and get on with my day um, after I lost my son. And it took me, you know, quite some time to figure out how I was going to get through that. And it's not something you ever get over. And one day, April, I just remember waking up and I said to myself, you know what, Lara, you get to breathe the air today. Your son does not. You get to feel the sun on your skin today. Your son does not. Mm. You get to hear laughter. You get to smile. You get to cry. You get to do all of these things that us humans have an honor of being able to do, but your son does not. And so I started to think about things a little differently and I reframed my thinking, 
which is the R in my grit, right? Reframe thinking. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, it helped give me a different perspective. And I started changing the way I looked at things and the situations and so forth. And I would literally take a situation like my son passing away and my nearly losing my life and try to look for not just not just look at it as all the negatives that had happened, um, you know, because of that. But what are some, I hate to say the word positives because there's nothing positive when you've lost your child, but what can I take from that that can be a learning experience that maybe I can not just help myself, but help others. And that's where the I came in, in my grit, which is impact others. And the day I stopped making it about myself is the day that changed everything. And I mm. said, and make this about not me but others and I want to impact so many other people and that particular night that I lay dying on that hospital bed and my organs were shutting down one by one by one by one I just said to myself all right if I make it through this I'm going to make it my mission in life that I'm going to impact at least one person for at least one day for every day that I'm breathing and I've never looked back on that and with impacting others and not making it about myself, but making it about those around me um, has allowed me to inspire so many people. And it's that inspiration that provides the belief in others that they can do something. And when they believe it, they're then motivated to do it. When they're motivated, it starts to influence how you think. It influences your cognition. And I, I do talk about this, obviously, you know, in, in the book, Hunt and Be Hunted. Um, but it's, and, and that's going to be out in October, um, just for anyone listening that might be interested in wanting to get a copy. Um, but it's, it's something that I feel very strongly about, you know, with making it about others, not yourself. And so I needed to take responsibility which is the T in my grit, I had to take responsibility and take ownership of mm. the fact that this has happened to me. There's nothing I can do about what's happened, but I can certainly alter what I do today to shape my tomorrow. And I just woke up every day since then. And I always say to myself, what can I do today? Like, what, what, can, I, what can I do today to make sure I'm getting to where I need to be tomorrow? And that for me has been very profound um, in terms of my own health and the way that I think about certain situations, but also I help others with that. You know, it's sometimes we get so stuck on focusing on what's happened. And sometimes we get so caught up in what's going to happen in the future. And really the only thing that you have control of is right now in the here and now. I mean, everything that we've just been talking about April, that's now in the past, right? That's just gone. That time's just gone. But everything I do right now in the here and now is going to shape what happens to me tomorrow? Like I can't predict the future, but I can shape my tomorrow. And um, that's why I feel so strongly about grit itself, because like I said, I don't define grit as one specific definition. Um, if you wanted me to answer it in say three words, it would be give up because there's always a reason or a way through um whether it's you have to reframe how you think about a situation, whether you just get up and get it done, whether you, it's impacting others and that's your why, or whether you just take responsibility of the situation and you figure out a solution to a problem, right? Those elements of grit make up the whole never give up, really, you know? Mm. So I know it's a bit of a long-winded answer, but I feel like it's, it's you know, the word grit 
sometimes gets mistaken because people think, oh, I either have it or I don't. And that's not true. Everybody has an element of grit. You just need to understand which part you're more dominant in. And that's what the global grit system does. Like it identifies the four types of grit. So I've identified the four elements, but now it identifies the four types of grit. So you can really understand, oh, I'm more dominant, dominant in this particular area of grit, which could be the R, for example. But in certain situations, that may not be helpful. I might need the I in my grit. Just like I gave the example of myself, I'm dominant in a G, but I could, that means um, in that situation, when my son passed away, that wasn't going to help me. That wasn't going to help me. Mm. So the R, though, in my grit did. And then the I and then the T. So it's really important for anybody, whether you're an individual, whether you're a leader, whether you're in a team, um, it, it, you know, you could be going through college and trying to decide what it is you want to do. It doesn't really matter, you know, how old you are, who you are, what industry you work in, whatever it is you're doing in your life. The global grit system is designed to help everybody understand that they have a level of grit and that in order to excel and um, get through hardships and adversity, whether it's in business or in your personal life, that as long as you know how to master all four areas of grit, it's going to serve you not just in business, but in life. Yeah, absolutely. Laura, it sounds to me like, you know, when we have something really big happen in life, which it's going to, because that's life, we're going to have big transitions that take place. So how you can utilize the global grit system is by utilizing one or two of those aspects that you feel strong with at that time. Because, you know, when, when things are not so great, it's sometimes impossible to be, to be able to meet all of those aspects, right? Like you said, it wasn't able to utilize the G in the global grit system, but when we can utilize one or two, we can lean on those during that time to get us through to meet the others at a later time. Absolutely. And also it allows you to identify those around you in terms of what grit type are they? Because you don't always just want all G's in a room, right? It's great to, to have that, but you can't just all be this going towards the same, uh, like utilizing the same type of grit because there's other elements of grit that are also important. So you, how many R's do you have there? How many I's, how many T's? Because all of it makes up grit, right? As a whole. Um, and, and here's the thing, like this is why I love the global grit system so much is that so many people that I work with, whether they're leaders, whether they're you know individuals, it, it like I said, it doesn't really matter where you work or who you, who, you know, um, how old you are or anything like that but so many people that I work with just they feel like they're not getting the respect that they deserve and therefore they're not getting the results that they desire with themselves mm. and with their team um and quite often they feel stuck well the truth is they don't have a system that works with dealing with multiple different personalities that usually you come across in teams or in leadership um so when you're bringing everybody together when you're bringing those leaders together when you bring the teams together even families right when you're bringing the family together like to make a decision um yeah. it's pretty painful because often a decision could be delayed um or it doesn't get made or the wrong decision is made and so one of my favorite things that i love to do is 
work with uh, companies, individuals, teams, leaders, and so forth, just to teach my system surrounding the most important attribute of leadership, which is grit, um, by teaching them my global grit system. Um, and I do that through keynote speaking, workshops, performance programs. Um, and I also have my grit type indicator, um, which is an assessment, and it just unlocks the door to all the other hallmarks of leadership. You have really honed in on this system. And what I love about it is it's so simple. And our minds can only take in so much, remember so much. And the easier it is, the easier we're able to fall back on that. And um, that makes perfect sense, your background in psychology and neuroscience, mm -hmm. that you came to something that is easily a applicable for people to utilize in their life. I'm going to bring in one of the comments we had. Manly said, would you say find your personal grit is honoring the memory of those we love? Oh, great question. Would I say find your personal grit is honoring the memory of those we love? Um, I would argue yes with that for sure. Um, because like I said, when, when someone's lost a loved one, whether it's a child, whether it's a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a friend, a, a pet, like no matter who it is, like when you've lost a loved one, um, many times we can retreat and go within ourselves, right? And grief and trauma is uh, very, um, it's not fixed, right? It's not like there's an end. There's, there's you know, people like to think that, um, you know, you just follow this timeline. And by the time, if you go through this stage and this stage and this stage, oh, and then you're finally recovered. And then there's no more grief and trauma. I hate to tell you, but that's not how it works. Um, I'll forever live with grief and trauma, but that's okay because if you, um, you know, really hone in on what your grit type is and you understand that and you are able to refine and enhance all the other areas of grit, then you're not only honoring those that you love by showing them that you've basically said, hey, trauma and grit, uh, excuse me, hey, trauma and um grief, you know, I've taken you and I'm using you as my fuel now, rather than letting it, rather than allowing it to control you. Um, you're not just honoring those that you love, but you are also honoring yourself. And um, by doing that, if you're honoring yourself and honoring those you love, think of the amount of people that you are impacting around you and how many, if you're impacting them, how many others are you impacting? And so you're not just honoring your loved ones or even yourself, but you're honoring so many other people that you might not even realize that you're affecting, right? You might not even know who they are, but someone somewhere could be watching what you're doing, following you or listening to you or something. And it's changed their life because of maybe one or two things that you've said or one or two things that you've done. Um, and they start to reframe how they think about it. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, now I know that I do have a level of grit. What does that do to someone when they realize they have a level of grit? It means that they've now got the belief um, that they can do something. And what does the belief do? It's like a, it's, it's a, a knock-on process. So it's a domino effect. And there's a very specific process outlined in my book um, that goes over this. And so um, if you create that belief um, by giving them the autonomy to learn in the way that they need to, right? Because there's three different learning styles. You've got practical, visual, and auditory. As long as they have the environment in which you give them to have the autonomy. So if they read my book, they understand that, right? But also in a company, if the it's, it's the leader's responsibility to ensure that they're giving that environment to their employees. And so you give that environment, you allow them to 
um, have the autonomy to learn in the in a way that they need to, which creates the belief. The belief gives the motivation. The motivation influences their cognition and, and so on and so on. So, yeah, yes, I yeah, love that question. That. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a great question. I, I agree. And and yeah, definitely the domino effect when when we are improving, we can be inspiring and lead by example for others. It just fosters all of that goodness. So I would love to know can, if you could discuss a little bit more about the myths of grit and why it's not our fault that we would believe in those. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. That's interesting you asked me that. I've got an entire chapter on, it actually is entitled, you know, The Myths About Grit and Why It's Not Your Fault. So I'm like, have you got an early copy of my book, April? <laughs> Did you sneak a copy somehow? Did you speak to my editor and get the manuscript? But um, that is uh, a, a really good, great question. And it's just because, you know, so many people truly believe that you either have grit or you don't. You know, they don't realize that um, the people that, you know, that have gone through some severe hard times, they can either fall down or they get back up, right? And so people think, well, if they've got back up, that means they just, they have grit. And therefore, if you fall down, you don't have it. It's not true. It goes back to the four elements of grit. It's, you know, when my son passed away and I couldn't, I couldn't just get out of bed and just do everything like I've been doing every single day. Um, I had to pull from other areas of my grit, right? I had to look at the R in my grit and say, okay, how do I reframe how I think? It wasn't that I was a failure in grit just because I couldn't get out of bed. I just, I'm trying to explain to people that look, you've got to see grit as, you know, four different areas. There is not just one definition. There is not like, it's not you either have it or you don't. Um, and here's the thing. I chose grit as well in my life right? I came to this country. I, I, I made that decision. Um, I'm originally, obviously originally from England and I chose to come to America and I put myself through some severe hardship. Uh, so I deliberately put myself through that grit. I chose that grit. I came here with nothing but a laptop in my brain and a few clothes and that was it. And I just said, okay, my life's going to start again and I'm going to show others what's possible. And trust me, I went through some really tough times during that you know, the time period between, um, you know, then and, and, and now. And most people don't see that. They just see Lara Jones as someone that's built a company, you know, from scratch into what it is today. Um, and, you know, I'm doing all these great things and I've won all these awards and I'm meeting all these great people. And they think, oh, I, I make it look easy. But the truth is, it's not that it's easy. It's just that I've, I've had belief, right? I've had belief in myself from day one. I had some people say to me, you know, when I first came to this country, they thought I was nuts. People back in England, they thought I was nuts. Um, you know, six 
months in, they said, why don't you just come home? Because it's just, you know, um, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough on you. Like, we don't want to see you go through that. Like, come home. And I, I just kept saying, no, no, no. Like, even when others stopped believing in me, I never gave up that belief. Um, and it just like constantly kept motivating me to, 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 to do more. And so if you choose your own grit, right, and I'm not saying choose grit that's going to be detrimental to your health, but if you choose your own grit, then when grit chooses you, because it will, because we can't escape adversity, right? It's going to hit you in some one form or another, whether it's a job loss, whether it's a loss of a family member, um, you know, it, whatever that looks like to you, that, you know, that, that adversity, um, it's going to hit at some point. And so when it does, if you've already chosen your grit and you've taken life lessons from that, when the grit chooses you, you're going to be better prepared to be able to face that adversity. And that's really where the global grit system comes in. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. I want to go back and ask you a little bit more because I thought that when you first started the conversation about your experience losing your son and near death and how you came to the idea one day that here I am breathing and being able to soak in the sun and live life fully and my son is not. I thought that was such a beautiful idea and such a, a powerful realization and something to come to understanding of and how that really propelled you into one of the global grit systems aspects. And I'm curious, Laura, if you could share just a little bit more and enlighten us more on what are some of the things that you do on a daily basis to help live, to, to live fully, to express that aspect of gratitude that you have? I love that you asked me that, um, April. Thank you for asking that. I'd love to share that. Um, well, um, as part of also what I do, I am also an athlete. And that's very important, you know, to my um, daily life because I always start my way off, uh, my day off, excuse me, I always start my day off with training and I train with my fellow athletes. So I'm always, I'm an early bird. I always wake up, rise up very early. Um, and I'm often, you know, driving out in the dark when everyone else is sleeping and I train with my fellow athletes. But what that does, it's also, it, it's not just a physical um, aspect of it. It's also mental. Like it really helps with trauma and grief, um, but it also keeps me focused. And that's really my downtime. And some people on the show might be thinking, what does she mean downtime? Like, <laughs> um, because it's you know, a lot of physical work. But here's the thing. And again, I talk about this in the book, but it's, you know, downtime doesn't necessarily just mean uh, physical, right? For me, it's mental because I've constantly got the thoughts going around in my head, you know, about, my son and, you know, the night I nearly lost my life and so forth. And, 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 you know, a way to, um, and, and, and obviously, you know, I, I have different techniques that I manage that, but I've also got a lot else going on in my life. Right. So founder and CEO of be a legend. Um, I also have young children that are living children, um, that I'm a mother to. Um, I travel all over the country for keynote speaking, for delivering my workshops, um, for, uh, giving my performance programs and so forth talking about the global grit system, um, educating others on that, teaching that. So, um, and as well, being an athlete. And so um, I do have a lot that goes on in my life. And so many people say to me, I don't know how you do it all. Like, how, how do you 
manageable with this. One of my biggest secrets is um, I'm very good at time blocking and Mm. I'm very intentional with my time. So, and you have to be, um, I have to keep myself accountable to that. Um, And I have what's called the five pillars, right? Which you're going to read about in the book, but um, I have the five pillars and that is um, making sure I get eight hours of sleep. And you might think, but with everything you do, how do you get that amount of sleep? I'm very protective over my sleep. Anyone that knows me knows that don't disturb Lara during her sleep. Like she needs her eight hours, right? I but love that hour- wording, protective. I'm very protective yeah. over my sleep. I think that's yeah. that's a key word, Lara. It's- oh, yeah. Well, they don't call me the lioness for nothing, right? So <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, my, you know, my nickname, I'm always referred to either as the lion or the lioness, but it's, um, I am very protective, um, very protective of my time, even more so, you know, since I nearly lost my life, um, because it made me realize how precious that time really is. And here's the thing that my greatest currency is not money, right? It is not money. I don't go after money. I don't chase money. My biggest, um, well, actually there's two, but the one I really hold close to my heart is relationships. Um, that's very important to me, developing really good, solid, real, authentic relationships with people because um, I couldn't have got through what I went through without having what I call my culture of excellence. So having those around me that really help um, excel um, my my thinking, my doing around certain situations. And it's really important that anybody out there, no matter whether you've gone through trauma or not, right? Because this isn't just applicable for people with trauma. This is applicable for anybody. But it doesn't matter what you've been through in your life. You have to make sure you surround yourself with the right people and um, having that culture of excellence, as they call it, because that can make or break you. Uh, they, you know, there's a saying that you are the five people that you're around. It's so true, you know, because this, in fact, this ties back to to grit because. When you're born, right, um, you have grit, you know, because you've got to learn how to walk or, you know, or how to crawl first, but how to crawl and then walk and then talk. And I mean, you know, we, we achieve it, right? But how do we do that? You know, we don't just give up. You know, if you fall over once trying to walk, well, a, a child doesn't just say, oh, well, I can't do it and just gives up. They right. keep going and going and going until one day they take that step and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, he or she walked and oh my gosh, it's incredible. And, um, they had grit to be able to do that because they had to think differently about, okay, well, how do I, how do I continue doing this? I'm just going to keep persevering. And in fact, that's another point that, you know, I can bring up is that most people, when they think about grit, you know, they think back to maybe Angela Duckworth from 10 years ago, who defined grit as passion and perseverance. Um, but when she was asked, well, how do you develop grit? She said, I don't know. And um, then, you know, years later, Carol Dweck came about and said, well, if you adopt a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, you can learn how to do grit. But then again, well, where's the process or how do you develop grit? Nobody knew. And that's where in steps Lara Jones. (laughs) And I've created the system around how you can develop grit because I've taken, you know, work from, um, you know, uh, Angela Duckworth and um, Carol Dweck and I've studied them at length. But then I've also studied a huge amount of um, other research. And so everything is scientifically backed in the book, Hunt or Be Hunted. It's, uh, you know, there's, it's not just, you know, wishy-washy stuff here. It is um, scientifically backed and it's a proven system that anybody can develop it. It's just that when you grow up, as you're going through life, life those that think they don't have it it could be that the environment that you're in or maybe the people that you surround yourself with it can change right it's just the grit looks slightly different and it just changes um and so that's why it's really important to have what i call your culture of excellence and really establish who it is that you would like to have around you um in order for you to achieve what it is you want to achieve in life 
I love that you brought in about your personal experience and what you do day in and day out that you have brought in that sense of community. And you talked a lot about that, the physical movement, the sleep, and all three of those things are key things for, you know, just being a, a better you and for longevity. And so I really appreciate you bringing in those key aspects. I love the community part. You do your physical activity with other people. And so thank you so much. I do have a question for you. Now you have developed groundbreaking cognitive strategies to enhance leadership performance. And I'm curious, is that also a part of the global grit system that you've created? It is. Yes, it is. Um, so it, that that actually falls under the R in my grit, which is reframe thinking. Um, there's a lot of um, psychological research that has gone into that. And obviously stemming from my background, not just in my experience, but obviously my education as well, um, uh, having a degree in psychology and, um, you know, understanding mental health counseling and neuroscience and so forth. And so um, that is very much part of my uh, global grit system. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that. And you mentioned that this is all science backed. So let's bring in, I want to, I want to bring in first off, I love this photo. I had to share it um, just because <laughs> I think it's, it's beautiful, but I'm going to actually Thank move you. right into this photo of your book hunt or be hunted. And I think this is such an awesome cover, by the way. And the title is, I mean, I would pick this book up because it does kind of speak, especially to us females, that lioness within. So speaking of, so Laura, I would love for you to talk a little bit about, let's share, how did you come up with the title? And I just love that. How did you come up with it? Um, that's a really great question, April. And it was fairly easy for me to come up with because um, I said to myself, okay, well, how do people see me or how do I see myself? And um, a lot of people see me as like the lion, but really I'm the lioness, right? And the reason being is the lionesses are the ones that hunt. Um, mm. So those that didn't didn't know whether it's the lions that hunt or the lionesses, it's actually the lionesses. Yeah. Um, and obviously being female um, and, you know, referring to myself um, as part of like, you know, the, the lion family, um, it just the, the lioness being the hunter, I just felt that, well, I'm always out there hunting, you know, I'm always a step ahead and just making sure that not just in terms of, um, not, not, not just in terms of others, I'm just talking about, you know, my own mental state with what I've been through and always ensuring that I'm a step ahead of my trauma and grief, right? Always making sure I'm a step ahead of somebody that could throw specific adversity towards me, whether it's intentional or not intentional, but ensuring that I'm very, very well prepared. And so as, as mm. a hunter, you know, you have to be well prepared and stealth-like, if you will, um, to go through a learning process. And so hunters, they do learn and they do adapt and they do overcome. And so Hunt or Be Hunted is um, a title that really is wanting to, I want to make people think and say, are you the hunter or are you the hunted? And I've had some people say to me, well, I'm neither. And I say, well, that means you're being hunted. And they look at me and I say, mm. listen, if you're a hunter, you know you're a hunter. And um, if you want to be the hunter, and you feel like you're being hunted, then you just, you need to understand the tools and the strategies to be able to switch that, right? Um, and obviously how anyone can develop grit and lead like a legend, the legend obviously ties into my, my um, be a legend and 
also from when I was over in the UK and I helped grow that company and my nickname was the legend. Um, it just, it just all tied in very nicely. I felt, and, but I wanted people to understand that anybody can develop grit. Um, and it's not, it's not something that you either have or you haven't got. It's something that everybody has. You just have to learn how to tap into it. Um, so yes, hunt or be hunted, um, is a, a title that I just felt really resonated with what with my, my messaging is in terms of, listen, you, to be able to develop grit, you need to understand how to hunt and um, understanding how to hunt. And I don't mean that in the physical sense. I'm talking, you know, just metaphorically, but in understanding how to hunt um, and understand the mindset of a hunter is going to help you in all the aspects of your life that you maybe haven't thought about. So Laura, one aspect of you that I just absolutely love is that you have this well-rounded background in order to make you the absolute best person, the, the best expert in this field. You have just a colorful background and life lessons all along the way. You've lived a lot. You've had loss. You've had challenges. You've had change you've relocated to not just another state, but another country, literally. So it's it's a lot of transitions that you've taken place in. And you have a military background. Is that correct? Um, so I've never served in the military, but I was I'm married to a Marine. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, and and you know. I, I was, uh, I, I've previously been married as well to Air Force, US Air Force. So I've basically been around military for 20 years. Um, and I actually do a heck of a lot for our veterans because I love them dearly and we wouldn't be the country we are today without them. And so I always want to recognize them. And I actually just came back from DC where I uh, sit on the advisory board for an incredible organization called Warrior Rising. If you mm -hmm. haven't heard of them, you need to look them up because they're incredible. Um, but they help veterans transition from military um, into becoming entrepreneurs. And oh, uh, they get the opportunity to that. pitch their business in front of a panel. Of, yeah, it's, it's amazing. They get to pitch their business in front of a panel of judges and um, whoever the winner is um, out of that, like there's a huge gala that happens. And Damon John was actually there um just in dc recently at, at the gala giving a fireside chat to everybody but um the winner is announced and they win a grant um for their business um around twenty thousand dollars so and that can be life-changing for some of them you know and in yeah. their businesses so i'm a big advocate for them i do an awful lot you know for our veterans um so i that's it's something that I, I give to them and um i also do a lot of work locally in our community for parents that have lost children i sit on the committee for a support group which is part of dignity health which is also known as uh, i believe it's spirit health like across the country but um i just i love giving back um to to others and knowing that what i'm doing and how i impact them is going to have a ripple effect in their life and that's going to affect so many others and my main thing april is i, I want to make sure that I just instill that belief in others because that is going to be a game changer to whether they do the thing today that's going to get them to where they need to be tomorrow or whether they don't. And, mm. you know, I feel like it's my mission to make sure I impact as many people as possible. Yeah, you did mention that one person each and every day. And the absolutely. reason I asked about the military background, which you absolutely are involved enough, but I asked that because you going in, in the direction of 
hunter be hunted, being prepared, all of that choice of wording is really understanding what it is to truly be prepared, just like the global grit system, preparing ourselves first before, you know, the inevitable happens, right? Because life happens. So that's incredible. I had, um, Another comment come through, so I'll bring it in. Manly says, so inspiring. This talk gives me perspective. I believe that holding back anything less than your absolute best is to squander the unique gift that is your potential. Is grit potential? That's amazing question. And yes, yes, yes. And a thousand <laughs> more yeses. <laughs> grit is absolutely something that can be, you know, your potential. It can be, you can find out what that unique gift is if you feel that, um, you're not sure yet, right? If you're, if you're still in that stage of, um, or if you're in a stage in your life where you're like, I'm not sure what that is, or maybe you're in a team setting and you're like, I just, I don't know what I can bring to the table. Or maybe you do know what you can bring to the table, but now you want to be able to impact others to be able to do that. But you, there's no system around how you do that. That's where the global grit system comes in. So um, absolutely 100% um, grit is a potential that anybody can have that, that, well, they have it. They just don't know how to tap into it. And with the global grit system that's featured in the book, Hunter Be Hunted, you absolutely can develop it. And that's what I do. I travel around the country um, teaching that and uh, impacting so many people, so many lives. And also I believe it's going to save lives as well because somebody could pick it up, read it, go through a really tough time in their life and they think there's no other way out. Um, and unfortunately we all know people that um, mm. have been affected by that in one way or another. Um, yeah. I, I hate to say that I know a few people that I know um, have had family members um, take their own life because of something they felt that they couldn't um, get through. Well, by reading the global grit system and then understanding it in a lot more depth, um, you absolutely can reframe how you think about situations, learning about how you're impacting others, take responsibility and, and getting things done. It's something that I do truly believe isn't just going to change lives, but it's going to save lives. Oh, I love that. It's not only going to change life, it's going to save lives. Lara, I am getting very excited for this book to be released. So I want to bring this back into the screen and show this book. Now, how can people, because this is going to be released really soon. I mean, are you counting down the days? Yes, <laughs> I definitely yeah. am. Um, it's very, very exciting. I have so many things happening behind the scenes. I've got some book signings happening um, and some of them with some some big uh, companies and well-known companies. And um, it's very exciting. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've had um, the pleasure of interviewing some very uh, incredible leaders, uh, one of which is at Goldman Sachs. As you can see, the endorsement on the book there is is, is from them. And um, you know, they said to me that Lara, this is not just a corporate tool. This is a societal tool. Um, and it is mm -hmm. going to be game changing for, you know, new leaders, educational for existing leaders and a, a paradigm shift that's overdue, um, with how leaders are going to lead from the inside out. Um, that was, you know, the, the official quote that they, they gave me. And, um, I'm yeah. just very excited. And also if anyone's a boxing fan out there, then you, excuse me, you'll probably love to know that, um, I had the, the, the privilege of interviewing Mickey Ward. And for those of you that are, are unsure of who Mickey Ward is, 
Um, he had a movie made about him in 2012 where Mark Wahlberg played him and there was mm. Christian Bale in the movie yep. and it was called The Fighter. Um, and so Mickey um, was incredible, you know, to, uh, you know, he, I sat down with him and interviewed him for the book. And uh, so there's, you got Mickey Ward in there, you got Bruce Grudowski, who's a former NFL player, um, and uh, also some incredible well-known companies that are featured in there with some very key leaders. So it's definitely not one to be missed because you, you're going to, even if you, you, you know, take one golden nugget from it, that one golden nugget could change your life. So. Yeah, it sounds like wow, there is so much in this book. Holy geez, I'm I'm even more <laughs> excited. So tell me, and and I love boxing, by the way, or or I'm not fully no knowledgeable in it. However, I do love all the Rockies movies and the oh, Creed yes. movies. So I I'm a huge huge fan in that. Respect. You'll like some of the quotes then, April, in the book. <laughs> That's all I, I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I likely will. So, so tell me, um, how, how can people get their hands on this book? Now you, you gave me this text grit to three, three, seven, seven, seven. What does that do? So, uh, whether you text grit to three, three, seven, 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 or you can text book to three, three, seven, seven, seven. Um, either way, both of those will get you onto the list, um, of being informed when the book is released. So you have first digs in being able to purchase it. Um, but it basically, it just, it, it, like I mentioned, it just gets you into a pre-order list where um, you'll get notified of when it's going to be released and then you can just go ahead and purchase it and it's going to be available on Amazon. So um, it's not out just yet, but it will be um, here shortly in the next few weeks. Um, but in order to be notified of when it's going to be released, just either text the word GRIT um, to 33777 or you can text the word BOOK. Uh, both will get you on that same list. Um, but either way, Text that word, so either GRIT, G-R-I-T, to 33777, or you can text the word BOOK, B-O-O-K, to 33777, and you will get onto that list to be able to then purchase when it um, is released. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that, for the audience to be able to access that a little bit earlier, maybe, you know? So, <laughs> and so I appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. Now, you had on the book even too, I noticed it, and I had the information before about you being a, you know, first it was three, then it was five, uh, but you are a nine-time Stevie Award winner. What? And, <laughs> you, you know, you mentioned before the show, you're like, things are happening so fast. It's spinning my head around. I can't keep up. So... I, we've got to enlighten the audience a little bit about this because this is something very profound. This is an accomplishment after accomplishment, after accomplishment, after accomplishment. And so this is um, for the people who don't know, let's explain a little bit about what is a Stevie Award to begin with. Well, thank you for asking that, April, and thank you so much for that. I, I appreciate that um, you saying that about the awards because so the Stevie Award is like winning an Oscar in the business world. Um, it's a very prestigious award. They are not handed out easily or lightly. I know it might seem like it's easy because I've won nine of them, but trust me, it's not. Um, and it's a quite a rigorous process to go through. Um, I, I found out this past week, so we have to change. We have to alter the design of the cover um, just to update that, but um, of, of the book that is. But um, I just found out this past week 
that I'm now a nine-time Stevie Award winner um, because I just won four awards, um, one of which was for Women of the Year, the other was for um, Best Entrepreneur of the Year, the other one was Female Executive of the Year, and the other was for Thought Leader of the Year, um, or Female Thought Leader of the Year. So I won this all in the uh, Women in Business category for Stevie Awards. Um, and I'm so just blown away and I have such a sense of gratitude um, for winning those because that was all for the Global Grit system as well, just so you you, you know. So um, we, wow. you know, we submitted our um, system to them and just showed walked them through that, showed them that and everything. And, you know, it is revolutionary. Um, it's obviously, you know, a proprietary system that I've created, but um, it's something that nobody's ever really thought of, of um, the fact that, you know, there is this grit, there is a way that you can adopt, you know, like, like this growth mindset, but you need the process, you need the system, you need, um, you know, all, all of these things tied in together. And it's not just about having that one element or one piece of grit, you've got to have all four. Um, and you need to understand where you're more dominant in. So you know where your weak points might be, or where your weaker points might be, I should say, and then you can um, enhance those. But um, I was well, extremely... A stool has four legs to really make it the sturdiest, right? Absolutely. That's a really good analogy, April. It's, it's absolutely true. If it just had one, you'd fall down, right? And so if I only had the G in grit, when my son passed away, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation because mm -hmm. I'd probably still be in a very deep, dark hole. Um, and so, you know, I had the R and then I developed the I and then, you know, I realized that I've got to take responsibility of this. And you do have to have all four. Think about it. Veterans right, are trained right in the military. They don't just get sent out, you know, in, into um, a war zone without having training. So why don't we do that for ourselves? You know, in terms of any adversity that we might face, let's train ourselves first. Let's really get strong, you know, in certain areas. And then let's see how we then apply that in a real life setting. And that's where the real magic happens, because then you really start to develop who you are um, and you realize quickly as to where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. But if somebody can point that out to you before with the grit type indicator that I mentioned um, that I've created, then how incredible would that be, you know, just to have that power um, of information. And so now you are in control of what you do about it, because you're now going to choose your grit to be able to enhance the other areas of the grit that you know you need to have for when situations happen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Laura, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, congratulations on all of these awards. And thank you so much for bringing such incredible light to the world. And, you know, they must like you very, very much to have nine awards and for good reason. You're absolutely beautiful inside oh as well as out. And those are my favorite people. So thank I want to thank you. So much. Just so you know, as well, it's different judges every time. So um, the judges that they have at the Stevie Awards are um, because I started, started to think, well, do they know me? Do they like, you know, but um, <laughs> they're actually, I looked into it. No, I wanted to know. I was like, well, who are these judges? But um, they're actually judges from um, a lot of Fortune 100 companies. Um, and so they're very key leaders within those organizations. I think the last award ceremony um, that was held uh, where I won a few of the Stevie Awards, we had uh, American Airlines were there. 
Um, there were some banks that were present. I'm trying to think now because it's it, it, it's a while back. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, there were some very big businesses that were that were present, and uh, um, they they have judges from a lot of top um, Fortune 100 companies that a part of this process. So it's not like, you know, it's the same people each time or they know they get to know you and they become biased. Right. They don't do that. It's different every single time and for every different category. So, so what I would say about that is it, it's a very strong statement of that your system works. And so 100%. if that's not a big enough reason for, you know, our listeners to purchase your book and to apply the lessons and the learnings and to share it with everyone else that they know, then I don't know what is because that's a big deal. Well, thank you, April. I appreciate that. And I'm obviously I'm going to agree. I'm a bit biased, but I'm going to agree. But no, I do. I mean, this is why we do these things, right? Because I could tell you that it's the best system in the world, but until you hear it from someone else, you're not really, you may not believe me. Right. Yeah. And so it just, it adds to that credibility and to prove that listen, Laura Jones is the expert in, in the global grit system. She's the expert in grit itself. Um, she understands, you know, that being, um, you know, not, not just because of what I've been through, but obviously, you know, the systems that I've put in place, the education that I have as well, and obviously tying in a lot of my experience and interviewing others, right? And doing a heck of a lot of research in this, which of course I've spent hundreds of hours on this, yeah. um, but putting it all together and piecing it all together is really what makes up the entire global grit system. And my biggest thing is when I want people to think of grit um, or when I want people to think of, you know, who Laura Jones is, the grit girl, right? And anybody can be the grit girl. Anybody can be a grit guy. Um, as long as you go through the global grit system and you understand what the four elements, what the four types are of grit and then the process and how to adopt the system. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lara, again, thank you so much for your wisdom and your light. And as the book comes out and I myself get a copy of that book because I'm really curious and excited as all get go to have a copy of it. We'll have some more to talk about maybe in the future. So as for right now, again, thanks so much for being on the show. Is there anything else that you want to share with the audience today? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that, April. Um, I think my biggest thing I just want to finish with is, and in fact, um, it's not here right now, but I, I had it earlier. I actually, I have a mug that says never, never, never give up. My biggest thing is no matter what happens in life, no matter what you might be experiencing, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, um, no matter what it is that you're going through or nervous of going through, maybe um, just remember that always be yourself, be your authentic self and be true to yourself because that's really all you have, right? If someone came along and took everything away from you, they can't take away who you are inside. Mm -hmm. And people will try to do that to you. They'll try to tear you down. They'll try and do a lot of things, right? Just remember to be very protective over your belief. Don't ever give that up. Never, never, never give up. Um, always believe in yourself, even when others don't. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. And when you believe in yourself and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going, guess what? That's going to inspire someone that you may or may not know that maybe needed to hear that today. And maybe that's going to change their life. And then how they act is now going to change somebody else's life. 
and so on and so on and so on. So please don't ever give up no matter what it is. Um, and as a leader as well, if you're in, you know, if you've got a team and you're thinking, but I just don't know how to, you know, resolve this conflict that we have. Well, listen, conflict is inevitable. You're always going to have conflict because we don't all think the same. We all have different, multiple different personalities. But if you're able to manage that and understand and can communicate in a way that when you're encoding your thoughts, you can communicate them in a way that others can decode them in the way that you um, would like them to, right? That's going to be a game changer. That's all part of the Global Grit system. Um, and it's just a phenomenal way to be able to communicate with not just leaders, team members, board members, um, friends, family, but even college kids that might be trying to decide, well, I really want to do this, but which, you know, which grit type am I? And what type of grit do I need to be able to go ahead in life and do this? Okay, I need the tea and grit to be able to go do that. Let me go learn the techniques and tools of how to enhance my tea, right? That's just, I mean, this global grit system is like, you can apply it to anything and everything in life. And that's why I love it so much. Um, I'd like it to be, you know, something that I leave behind in this life for so many others um, to use and for it to change so many lives moving forward, our children, our children's children, our children's children, children, you know. Um, and I just, I really want to just say to people, listen, if I had given up every time I had a failure, I wouldn't be here today. I've gone through so much trauma in my life. You'll read more in the book. There's not enough time to go over it today, but I've gone through so much trauma in my life, I've gone through so much grit. Some of it I've chosen, some of it I haven't. Um, and many people might have wanted to give up at certain moments in their life. You've got to wake up every day and say, I'm grateful for, to be here and I get to breathe this air because there's so many out there that don't get to do that. So don't waste a day. Don't waste a second. Just say to yourself, what am I doing today to get me to where I need to be tomorrow? And always have the belief. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you so, so much. And I, I would venture to say that this is definitely an evolutionary game changer of a system. So I want to bring in one more time the book and also one more time text grit or book to 33777. And I want to say again, Laura, thank you so much to being on the Wellness Driven Life Show. And I want to say thank you so much for those of you who have tuned in today to listen to Laura's stories and journey and her vulnerability and also sharing this incredible gift with the world. So thank you. Goodbye for now. And we will see you later. Thank you, April. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure.